So today, on uh, this third episode of Life Narrated, we're talking about zombies. Uh, my name is Emily Everhart, and I am a gramophone operator. I'm Irina Rindos, and I'm a train assassin. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I am Matt Everhart, and I am Queen of the Damned. Mm. <laughs> it's a hard job to get. <laughs> I'm Lauren Goodnight, and I am a topiary designer. <laughs> Slash whisperer. Slash whisperer, okay. <laughs> and Liz? Um, I'm Liz Brasington, and I'm a professional snail jockey. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's got to be interesting work. It is work. It's good. It's good work. <laughs> it's so rewarding. It's so re- yeah, those little snails, they're just so cute. I they bet. work so hard. <laughs> okay, so, so today we're talking about zombies, um, as we talked about. And I think, um, at least on this side of the microphone, we're all united in our mutual hate of zombie stories. Um, I don't know how you feel. Liz, wait, wait, uh, Matthew has something to say. I have a distinction to make. Okay. I don't hate zombie stories. I hate that they are used at a lot of times as excuses for gore and violence. Okay. I think they can be really interesting when they're about the horror of everyday person and like the horror of like everyone else's morality mm-hmm. breaking down. Okay. But a lot of times, you'll see a lot of movies where it's like, Oh, and then I cut its head off, and then I blew up a whole building of zombies, and then a zombie ate my friend's face! And, like, there's really no... It's it's not about man versus man, which is, like, what it's supposed to be about. It's mm-hmm. about man versus, like, undead creatures of the night blowing each other up in <laughs> blood and gore. Yeah. And, like, I think that's, like, very kind of, like, you know, power fantasy kind of, like, shallow, Dynamic. and I hate it. Okay. But I really like when it is, like, 28 Days Later... When, like, you know, halfway through the movie, the zombies are no longer a problem. Like, they learn how to deal with it. But mm-hmm. what the real problem is, is, like, the, the crazy, like, military people who, like, want who to... Who are left. Yeah, who are left. Who are... They got their shit together, but also they're, like, morally completely corrupt. Yeah. And it's about how to deal with other human beings. Mm, like, okay. intelligent threats, as opposed to, like, unshambling undead, you know, yeah. bags of meat. I don't know, at the same time, I feel like The Walking Dead, like, after you get past, like, the zombies, like, I feel like zombie narratives turn into, like, oh my god, evil militia, or, like, evil people. There's not that much, like, Yeah, there's not that variation. much conflict, like, past you once, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, like Liz, found it very interesting that, um, Haitian zombies are very connected to the zombies that we have today. Like, I was just thinking they were two completely separate things, but, like, in uh, this article I read, they were talking about how zombies were used as this subversive way to um, to kind of complain about the problems of the day, which is kind of how they are today. So, you know, Haiti is um, uh, half of an island down in the, the south, below Florida, and it was a huge plantation thing. So the Spanish and the French brought all of these um, slaves over, and the only thing they had in common was just basically the giant continent they came from. They didn't really have any languages mm-hmm. or... or um, anything in common, so they they had they came up with this synchronistic religion, which was like a combination of um, influenced by Catholicism that was forced on them, but also influenced by like Congolese spirituality and things that came from Africa from different um, uh, traditions. So they had this, uh, I guess, spirituality, and the the zombies that came from it were kind of like this comment on. Catholicism. It was all these like Christian symbols recognized and rejected. Like a resurrection of a zombie is kind of like this perverted version <laughs> of like the Christ resurrection. Yeah. Mm. And I also imagine though, like the the droning, you know, the Latin prayers, and oh, the, everybody yeah. like 
coming to mass and sitting there and just, you know, and like not saying even, the same things and being really repetitive yeah. and not even necessarily understanding exactly. what you're saying. Because a lot of times, like, people could recite Latin, but they couldn't, like, read Latin. Like, yeah, they weren't they speaking understand. it, they were just repeating it. So I could see yeah. how that would play a lot into that kind of, like, yeah. zombie. And the fear of zombies is not that you, um, that you weren't afraid of zombies. You were afraid of becoming a zombie. So it's like being <laughs> enslaved, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and the really interesting part about it was that like to a zombie, uh, the best thing that could happen was that you were freed, and then you know some kind relatives took care of you after a while. Or, but the worst thing that could happen was that they use you for labor, and then they sell you to a butcher. And the scary thing about that is not the zombie being butchered; is that someone will eventually eat that meat. Right. And so they're eating the flesh of the resurrected body, which is another like Christian symbol recognized and rejected. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so that and it would make you sick or die or some other thing. So. I just thought it was very interesting that they kind of were related. Have you guys seen the meme where it's like these teenagers like walking down a sidewalk, but all of them have their iPhones out and are staring at their phones? <laughs> and then the caption says like, here's your zombie apocalypse. <laughs> wow. Have you guys ever seen that? I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, I, I really good. love that because I, I find myself going into public places. Like this morning I went to Coco Cinnamon, which yeah. is a little coffee shop near our house, and... I put in my order, and there's, like, a ton of people there. And so I, you know, I just kind of moved to the back yeah. where I wouldn't be in the way. And then I just kind of instinctually, like, <laughs> hold out my phone to, like, text my mom. And then I realized that all, like, literally everyone standing beside me who wasn't, like, actively in line getting ready to order. Yeah. We're all on our phones. Like, nobody's, <laughs> like, looking at each other or talking, yeah. which is fine. But it was just, we were all, like, nah, like, pressing buttons and, you know, so and then the... I find that, like, correlation uh, not correct though because like you're you're looking you're talking to someone you're just not talking to people around you right it's like right. you know like i saw another meme that was very similar that was like a bunch of people on their phones and and like and and, and like you you look at the scenes from from at the front of all these people on their phones sitting down in a chair ignoring each other and like it says something like if you think this is a problem uh and then it's the scene switches to behind and it's like someone like interacting with a loved one like someone they really enjoy (laughs) and then it says on the next on that one the problem is you like (laughs) you know like just because I'm not talking to you doesn't mean that I'm not not like interacting or like having a fulfilling life you know like I think that's a a I think it. I think enjoy. it depends, though, because you're not, like, being conscious of your surroundings. Mm. So, like, I mean, so I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like you are communicating or you might be reading, like, a really interesting article right. or you might be finding out something, you know, like, bad news from home or something that's yeah. really important. But then, like, I had, like, two people, like, bump into me because they just weren't like paying yeah. attention <laughs> so you're sacrificing well, yeah, you're so. like oh yeah you're like and it was fine you know they're situational like, oh, sorry. awareness yeah, yeah exactly so it's i mean so while i think you're right i think that kind of the idea of like kind of stumbling there around yeah, yeah exactly. well to, to bring it back i think it's interesting that that meme exists because a lot of the articles were talking about how uh, zombie apocalypse are like a way to complain about whatever ailments you see in society so like anything you know um anything you see it was just like well you could compare it to the zombie apocalypse and like you know someone clearly does not like iphones but yeah or like the idea that like teenagers are seem to be quote-unquote wasting all their time yeah on their phone but i would argue that like most of the interesting things that i learn now like when i'm at work and i'm bored i don't get on my phone 
But, like, I'll jump on, like, Wikipedia and, like, read up on stuff and find out really interesting things to throw into conversations later. There you go. Like, Richard III was actually a hunchback. They found his skeleton. That's right, they did. So, you know, so, like, stuff like that. So I feel like I'm using my time to, like, you know. Better yourself. Yeah, and then then there's definitely, like, the stupid stuff that, yeah. (laughs) Well. That you do. But, yeah, it's a good, yeah. We were talking about, like, the balance. Somebody's, like, there's definitely a lot of critiques of that, and it's. Yeah. Yeah, to get I mean to get back to to this, I just found it very interesting that, um, and actually Liz commented on it uh, this morning that there's this whole like um, post colonial thing to the zombie apocalypse. Right, that movie, even the title "White Zombie," and I don't know if it's referring to something else. No, I think you accurately interpreted that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and uh, that was. Um, so we're going to talk about this movie, White Zombie. Um, I watched some of it. I don't think... I think, Lauren, you've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. It was in college, so it was several years ago. And it was the first, like, modern zombie movie. It was 1936, and it was with Boris Karloff as, like, the evil sorcerer, although he was kind of like a vampire in the movie. He just looks like Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically (laughs) Boris Karloff (laughs) in the movie with some really intense eyebrows. And, um, and it's basically, yeah, it's uh, this whole, like... All of the actors in that movie were white. Like, even the zombies. The zombies were all white. Well, it's called White Zombie, Emily. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> there's, like, the one white zombie, I think. White. Sorry, Liz, can you say that again? Well, some of them aren't supposed to be white. Right, oh, exactly. Like from the story? Blackface. Yeah, oh, okay, well, <laughs> there's, like, blackface going on. I got on. nothing for that. Oh, God. And it's... Yeah, it's, um, it's just a... It's a weird movie. And I kind of want to watch the whole thing just, like... With a lot of alcohol and <laughs> as an experiment, as an experiment, just see where it goes. I don't know. It, <clears throat> but that was the first modern um, zombie movie, and I think the point that it was made um, with the, that movie and like movies since then until uh, George Romero's uh, Night of the Living Dead was that zombies always had a master. Like in this, it was Boris Karloff because yeah. he you know can command zombies, but. There was Nazis, there were sorcerers, there's all sorts of people in charge of zombies. But George Romero, like, released the zombies on their own recognizance. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it doesn't explain, like, what started it. Or, you know, so it's just some people that just show up at your house and start eating you, and you're like, what's going on? Can't you see it also, like, um, with, like, understanding, like, viruses and things nowadays? Like, you don't need to have, like, the evil sorcerer now. It's like a virus. That's true. And I think, but I think that um, it's an interesting change because before it was all, like, some higher power is doing this. And maybe it's, like, a, a comment on our shift in, you know, our society that church was more of a thing back then. Well, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, it went from, like, there being, like, a, de- a determinate, like, like a nameable evil that's controlling these zombies to it being just, like, a force of nature or, like, some, like, not un- unseen, like, maleficence that's, like, controlling them. But not even controlling them, just making them operate. But I think that's that kind of like reflects our views. Like if you think about like in war, it used to be like, oh, Nazis, those were the bad guys, or like the axis of evil. Right. And now it's like these mm-hmm. unseen Mujahideens who like have like very nebulous, you know, connections to one another and like may or may not be terrorist organizations like we talked about in the first episode. Yeah. I mean and that kind of like reflects a lot, I guess, in the way the zombie narrative has changed. Like the enemy is no longer clearly Boris Karloff in his Dracula costume <laughs> it's just the the Nebulous. old zombies and it's referred to quite often as like a sickness 
Yeah. You know, so it's something that, like... It's not even necessarily evil. It's just, like, really unfortunate for everybody. (laughs) Right, exactly. I mean, so there's a lot of comparatives. Like, one of the things that we talked about in the docket was, like, you know, the fears. Like, what do zombies, like, represent? And so, like, cultural shifts, yes, but also, like... You know, fear of disease. Like, yeah. you know, well, like I, I it's something the, that happens to I you. I think the point is that the, the fears change based on as the narratives change. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, I think um, a big thing about that was that you can't reason with a disease. Like, in all these other things, like, you, yeah, can, you can reason, reason with, with Boris Kala. Boris Kala him and, like, free the zombie slaves. Right, exactly. Yeah. But there's no reasoning with, like, some godless disease, I yeah. guess. Uh, interesting things about. I think I saw Warm Bodies on the list. Have any yeah. of you seen that? Yeah. I have not. I rented it from the library, and I, I got the book also. Is that the one where... Um, it's like a romantic zombie. It's yeah. like you can be that these zombies were... Um, there is a evil military force um, that kind of isolated the zombie population um, oh. because it feared it, and it, it. I think it's a virus. Like, I think it's a virus in the movie. But they can be like cured by you know love or whatever. Like, but who can love a zombie? Well, the thing like they can come back and they they can they can be cured, which is kind of a new kind of twist on it that you can be cured and from being removed from isolation. Yeah. Well, I was I actually started reading this book even though, like I said, I hate zombie stories. Like this one was interesting to me for some reason, and I was reading the first part and I was like, this is freaking awesome. Like, it, it's really well-written, first of all, and I can't, like, really fault a well-written book even if I hate it. <laughs> but it's also, like, this guy is trapped in his own body. Like, he has all these sentient thoughts, and he's, like, a fully functioning human being. But he can't speak. He can't, mm-hmm. like, run. He can only shamble. Like, and he's he's commenting on the things that are happening around him, and it's, like, he's just stuck in this body. And well, the that's other- extremely much like... Uh- Extremely much like illness, like a disease, like um, Alzheimer's or something. Alzheimer's yeah. or, or dementia or Parkinson's yeah. or something. Or anything that debilitates your body while leaving your mind functioning or debilitates your mind so that you are inhibited. But I know. guess my point is that, yeah. like, why is this even a zombie book? Like, there's no reason. Like, at some point, someone in this universe should have been like, oh, they're not trying to eat us, they're just trying to live. It's like the Twilight of zombies. Yeah. Books. Well, I think there's also, like, a... Well, they do the try to eat people in the book. Yeah, they do. They do eat people. Yeah. So oh, that's, like, the one thing. The main, <laughs> no, they're very much like zombies, except that yeah, he's... Yeah, zombies. Yeah, he's sentient. So this is, like, a zombie story from the point of view of a zombie, which I thought was stupid at first. I don't understand. Well, once again, like, if you're sentient in your brain... Like, do they just crave human flesh? And yes. he's like, oh, I hate this. I can't believe I'm eating a well, human. It just tastes like, so good. They get... They don't have all their memories. So that's another thing. They don't have names because they don't remember their names and they can't speak to each other. Okay. So he only remembers the first letter of his name and most of the other zombies don't remember. So this is like a really, like a Haitian ideal of a, of a zombie because he's like lost his identity. He's lost his, who he is and his memories. And he he's mostly sentient. He doesn't remember, you know, what it was like to be human. And so a lot of, a lot of the zombies, they like created a zombie church but they don't really know what they're doing, so they just kind of sit in pews and, like, raise their hands and, That's like, creepy. listen to people, like, chanting, but they're not actually saying words. They're just like, ah. <laughs> because, like, the, this is what I remember doing as a human, and yeah. this is a good thing. And then he gets married and, like, has kids, which is basically, like, somebody gives him some small zombies to look <laughs> after. And he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, these little zombies, 
they're never going to grow up. They're never going to not need my help. Like, <laughs> why am I have to look after these kids? And it was just like, it was a really interesting story. Okay. I'm not going to read the rest of it because, like I said, I hate zombie <laughs> stories. But it is really well written. If you like a zombie story, it's very good. Did well, it's you? Warm did, Bodies by who? By um, Isaac Marin. Marion. Okay. Have you read it, Liz? No, I only saw the movie, and it doesn't... I mean, you get the whole idea that he is still a sentient zombie, mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, he falls in love with this girl, and he, yeah. like, comes back to life, and they have to convince the military forces that to not kill all the zombies. Oh. And the zombies fight, like, these other evil zombies that have, like, lost <laughs> all the... Just worse zombies. <laughs> so they're, like, the sentient zombies, and then there are these, like, zombies that are no longer sentient or just, like, evil. They're, okay. like, just, like... They, like, sunk too low, like, their functionality or something. Yeah, and I think they, like, I think in the movie, like, they rip off their skin or something, so they're, yeah, like, they all look the same, tree. and they're, like... That's so creepy. Have you ever seen that, like, uh -uh. vampire movie with, um, Ethan Hawke, I think? Yeah! yeah the one with... Yeah, like, they're those vampires that are, like, have totally lost it. And they kind of, like, turn back into bats or something. Right. It's, it's the same idea. They like day go watch. to this, like, yes. day walkers? Day walkers? Day walkers. Day, walkers. day, walkers. day watch. There's day watch and night watch, which night are really watch. good Russian vampire yeah. movies. Sorry. But yeah, I think you're right. Day walkers. Go ahead, Liz. What were you going to say? Well, it's the same idea that, like, these, these uh, in um, warm bodies, it's the same idea of these, like, beings looming all, like, sentient worth and, like, kind of attacking each other and, like, attacking even zombies and Oh weird. Hmm. So they, they they try to like fight the humans and then the I mean I'm I'm summarizing the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this um, this as far as I got, he was like attacking and he ate the brain of this one dude and he was getting right. his memories. Yeah. So he was getting like re he was remembered this kid running away from home. He remembered this kid saving this girl from. <clears throat> a bunch of zombies and then he remembered them like riding around the country together like zombie fighters and he was as he was eating this guy's brain so he's clearly not going to survive this and then yeah. he gets to the girl that he has all these memories about and he can't eat her because he's like i just had all these memories i know who you are he knows her name and so what he does is he in the book he smears the dead zombie blood on her so that they think that yeah. he's turned her into a zombie yeah, and then he makes her, like, walk like a zombie and pretend to be a I'm zombie. I'm just still confused about, like, <laughs> the logistics of this universe. Like, this guy has moral, like, problems with, like, taking care of children zombies, but, like, <laughs> no moral problems at all about eating someone else's brains. Like, I mean, you get the impression that he's already gone through that in his head. Like, he's been a zombie long enough that he's, he's like... just gotten over it. It's, it's... Also, why can't he eat chicken like the rest of us? Like, what's like, what is it about like human bodies that is like? That's the one thing I've never understood about zombies. It's like, you know, it's like I, I want your brain. I'm like, there's a lot of things that have brains. Like, if you want brains, we could accommodate you without you being like a dick and killing human kind. Like, well, it's it's funny because um, part of the the Romero's innovation was that he took all these supernatural elements out of the zombie so you know before there was a master for the zombie and it was because of magic that you became yeah. a zombie but in romero's version they just are zombies and there's no like he there's made no them more human yeah, yeah he made them more human because it's not some sort of mystical thing i it's really just appreciate like, that that's yeah. like a huge innovation i think sometimes not telling why is like a really powerful storytelling tool right yeah. um there's a movie i like called uh god i think it's like Man from Earth or something, mm -hmm. but it's about this like guy. It's not a good movie. I will tell you right now, it's just <laughs> not good. 
<laughs> but there are a lot of really good ideas in it. Yeah. The acting is terrible. The writing is, like, substandard. But, like, the ideas of the movie are really good. And it's about this guy who's lived basically for 400,000 years or something. And and he's a professor now. And he's, like, get, he's moving out of his town to go somewhere new. And he gets all his professor friends over. And there's, like, one theologian, one, like, physicist, one biologist. And, like, they all, like, help him move. But they end up talking. And But, like, in his moving, he since he's moving, he reveals that he's lived for that long. And all, all these like very educated people are like, oh, that's impossible because God said it can't be done, and because biology, and like they all d- discuss it, oh, and he like deftly kind of like deflects all their their problems one at a time. And one of the main ways he does it is like, I was a caveman. I don't know like how these things happen. Like I just stopped dying. Like I would just heal the next day whenever a, a, I got bitten by a, a tiger. And like it'd be fine. Like I, I don't. I wasn't a scientist back then, and I can only speculate now. That's so interesting. You know, and like that's the thing is like they never explain how it could be done, but that yeah. just that it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, interesting um, to bring it back to Haiti. There is an explanation as like thousands of cases a day of zombies show up in Haitian hospitals. Like it's a legit thing. There are laws governing zombies and when to make them. And I, I, yeah, you give me that squinty look, but I'm telling you there. There has been a study. One dude has figured out how people are made into zombies. Is it like a fungus or something? It's it's um a t- neurotoxin called tetrodotoxin. Is that the same thing as in the wheat? It's in pufferfish. Pufferfish. Okay. Pufferfish and sunfish and all these many so different kinds of fish. What is the characteristic of like a of a medical Haitian zombie? So basically, they. Um, I wrote it down. Let me remember. Yeah, they don't eat brains, probably. No, 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 no. But so how they zombies are in Haiti are different because they. Um, yeah, I don't know. So tell me. They're. I'm trying to. You wrote put it, it down. Into words. I know, <laughs> and I'm like, eh. right. So they display some sort of like cognitive um, slowing. I guess they're just not very bright. They aren't the same people that they used to be. They don't respond as well. They're kind of like, like they have Alzheimer's almost, and um, yeah. And does it is it like a permanent effect? That's what I haven't figured out yet. I'm sure he knows this person who did um, this study, but basically, um, when the zombies that he met personally were zombies that had been recovered from wherever they had gone and um, were being taken care of by family members. So basically, if you see your family member and he's clearly just out of sorts, you're like, okay, and he's been buried, like you buried him last week, you're like, he's a zombie, isn't he? Because what they do is that they have this powder, they'll, um, there's different, like, ways to do it, he didn't really describe it, but you rub it into a wound, or you have someone drink it, or you have someone breathe it in, and the toxin makes it... (laughs) Makes it appear that they're dead, so they have death-like symptoms. Okay. And so they've been misdiagnosed as dead. Holy. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. So wait, they they look like they're dead, and people bury them. Yes, the doctor has decided that this person is dead. They bury them. Then the next day, whoever did this to them will dig them up. Ah. And then. So and if I wanted to make Matt a zombie, yes. I would rub the powder in yeah. his face yeah. and then dig him up dig after him the up. doctor said. You have to dig him up. And then he would be my zombie. Or zombie. I yes. would really Supposedly. die. Well, or yeah, I mean, if they get. Probably if they get the dosage wrong, then you No, would no, die. if I was not dug, dug up. Yes, if okay, you were not yeah, dug yeah. up, you would probably die. Hey, this is like. We're talking about people coming back from the dead, alright? I want to make sure. This is why This is why Twitter now has my living will of I want to be buried with a cell phone that has a full charge. That's a good point. <laughs> and some oxygen. Point. And some oxygen tanks. 
But, I mean, I think that's really fascinating that it's like there are laws governing zombies. Mm. And it, this guy, his name is Wade Davis. He wrote um, Passage of Darkness, which I borrowed from Duke Divinity School. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and it's really fascinating read if you ever... He also talked about these, like, cabal-like uh, entities that decided who became a zombie, but... We'll not get into that right now. How long ago was this done, by the way? This was in the 80s. And okay. this is the first um, the first ethnographic study that ever... Um, it's ethnobiology, actually. That ever just, it, like, took the notion of the zombie seriously. A lot of anthropologists just, like... Because in anthropology, you just accept these things. Like, even if you're not religious, you accept the religion as fact. Because that is how you move forward. Mm. So, even though they're like, whatever, zombies. They're like, okay, zombies. And move on. And, no and one, what? Yeah. And what? Yeah, and nobody decided to take a closer look at the zombies and why they were there and how medically it could happen. And so he's he's decided, come up with this... Um, he actually got, like, a bunch of the different powders from different um, sorcerers mm -hmm. and got them to... Um, he did the, you know, chemical analysis. And all of them were very different except for um, they had this... Uh, bits of like sunfish in them and stuff like that. So, and the last thing I need to know about yeah. this is... Before is he it, decides to be a zombie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Is it a permanent change in these people? See, I'm not sure. I think that it must be. And I think that the toxin must destroy something destroy your in brain their brain. Something brain. in the frontal lobe, maybe, yeah, because like your personality. Yeah, he talks about these people being cared for by their relatives for years and years. Okay, for, like, so the rest it, of their lives. at least for a few years you're going to be a zombie. Yeah, yeah. If not forever. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, it so, is. I guess too. Like, so what is the point if they're gonna have to be taken care of? Like, well, you well, can make them do things. So he was also talking about the social control of it. Like, yeah. in a lot of societies, there are social controls. Like, taxes is a social control. There's a, a thing called a potlatch, which is like um, people throw these really lavish parties and destroy these really lavish gifts. Like, someone would give a pool table and they just destroy it. They set it on fire uh -huh. to show that, like, uh, I'm giving up this for you and giving this up for you and that sort of thing. And it's kind of a social control so no one becomes so wealthy no. that they are outside the norm. And that's kind of this as well. If someone does something like sleeps with another man's wife or if he steals... Uh, he does something that is not punishable by law but is punishable by social norms, uh, okay. then he's... Because these sorcerers, they're not like hidden people. They live in the community. Everyone knows they're a sorcerer. Yeah. Like, it's not a, you know... Well, I guess it would have to be a pretty serious offense that is not publishable by law. Yeah, I mean, it's like adultery or um, stealing something or if you can't prove someone has stolen yeah. something. Are um, they for hire? Can you just, like, hire a sorcerer, like... I mean, I get the feeling that if you become that far into, like, being a sorcerer, you're not going to take that, you know, you... That's, that's the It's more about, about social justice as right. opposed to, like... So the sorcerer can, like, is, like... A law enforcement agent, like almost a little but, bit, yeah, know, like a vigilante almost. But from what I understand, he's in uh, a lot of senses he's a member of this group that decides who gets. It's this uh, really see. weird so Illuminati like, like thing. <laughs> oh, that's so strange. It is really like strange. Like Matawa or something, and they're like, this guy needs to be zombified. Well, I'm trying to remember the name of it because it was like a really weird name and I looked it up and it was a thing except there's no information on it on the internet but everyone knows like everyone knows mentions that it, it is. but they don't have any like specific information about it before really we get too far away from the drug that we were talking about yeah, that they yeah. use uh, I want to talk about uh, I was watching a Vice documentary about, about a similar drug where it's in Bolivia or something it's derived from a f 
plant, but they turn into a powder that you can just smell. But basically what it does is it makes you like 100% suggestible. <laughs> and But you're also completely cognizant at the same time. Oh, so wow. You, you like have problem-solving skills. You have complete lucidity. You sound normal to everyone who speaks to you. But if someone's like, hey, help me uh, take all your furniture and sell it, you'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. You want me to open the lock and help you move it? <laughs> and like... <laughs> You, they do it, and it's crazy, and like it's apparently like a huge problem. And yeah, can, I would yeah. say so. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> but like, you just do whatever. Like, you can like be, tell people to like, go to the bank and empty your bank account, and they'll be like, yeah, sure. I, there's an ATM around the corner, man. And like, and then you also don't remember. Wow, and that's the thing. It wipes your memory when you're done. It's very easy to kill someone using this drug. This sounds like a fiction writer's dream. It's incredible. <laughs> it's like super scary, and like oh my God. the guys who are who are like. Uh, like handling it in this Vice documentary obviously like that's their whole MO they like go there and really touch it and really find it and like do the illegal thing to make sure it's possible and like make sure it's a real thing and so they get their hands on it and then like it's in this little paper roll and they open it up and they're like oh god okay because <laughs> they don't want to inhale it because oh, wow. it's like airborne so you can just like uh, they were talking to this prostitute who would use it to like get guys money and she yeah they would she would just like go in their face or like she would put it on her finger and just rub it under their nose and like done oh my god. you're theirs for hours and like you know whatever and you said it lasts for hours yeah so that's definitely long enough to take oh to do whatever yeah yeah wow. whatever you want but it does go away eventually and you're normal at the end as long as you don't die <laughs> which you can OD pretty easily Golly. so like if you're having an inexperienced like that's a assailant. that's the better kind of zombie I would argue than a Haitian zombie yeah. <laughs> like, some more useful zombie yeah. you have to bury them and unbury yeah. them yeah I just read, like, apparently there's one guy who recovered from being a zombie, because I guess normally it sounds like uh, after you're dug up, there's a drug, like, they rub on you every day to make you hallucinate and lose your memory. Oh, okay. And I guess this guy, like, the guy who owned him, like, just died, and he just, like, wandered uh, off and found his village Wait, again. what's his name? Oh, this wow. might be the same uh, guy that... Narcisse, I think. Oh, okay. And it says that yeah. most, most zombies, I guess, like, they suffer brain damage from being buried alive, because they're not... Yeah. Well, oxygen enough. deprivation also can give you brain damage. Yeah. So, so it's like not even, it. it's not necessarily like... Mystical. It's not so mystical. It's just like a, yeah, like yeah. a curing of a meat kind of. Like you have to like... <laughs> you have to cure a zombie. You have to do things oh. to it. You have to like dig him up. You have to rub shit on him every day. You got to keep him alive, I guess. <laughs> the care and keeping of zombies. Yeah. I bet that would be like a good manual. Yeah, right? Like it seems... Like it's more work on what it's worth. I'd say so. What? Sorry? I would say it's probably more work than it's... Well, I guess in White Zombie, the zombies do a lot of, like, physical labor. Yeah, I mean, they're meant to be, like, plantation workers or, like, they... Yeah. You know. So are they Pretty useful for, for labor, then? Supposedly. Do they eat brains in White Zombie? Or, like, where are the brains no, from? No, they just are... They're just kind of like drones that walk around and do things. Yeah. There's no implication that they eat meat. Uh, yeah. Eat meat. Eat meat. <laughs> vegetarian. Vegetarian zombies. They don't eat other humans. <laughs> it doesn't look like. Yeah, and in which makes sense because meat would be extremely expensive. Yeah. So you'd want your zombies <laughs> to be vegetarian. Well, I think. Yes. In in White Zombie, it's more. I think the story is that the this woman has been hypnotized because this guy wanted to marry her. Always. And she was already yeah, married. Or... Gender thing going on there. Sorry, say that again. There's this weird. There's a lot of weird gender stuff in that movie because the the woman gets turned into. Does she get turned into a zombie or she gets? I think so. She gets turned into a zombie, but 
But she's like not really a zombie because like she can well, break free she sometimes. Is really a zombie. She just doesn't look, you know, rotting or. Yeah, she's not rotting or anything. She's just walking around yeah. like. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's an in- it's a weird book. I was gonna say I feel like modern zombies are like a remix of like vampires and werewolves. Like. Yeah, maybe. Like you get bit and then you have to feed. Yeah. You know, I think I think was it the Night of the Living Dead? Did they do zombie uh, brains in that one? Do you guys know? I think they just ate the bodies. They ate, yeah, they they ate bodies, but they don't really... It's not brains specifically, yeah. it's just... I wonder where brains came from. It's easy to say. Yeah, well, yeah. that's true. Instead of, like, I want your meats. <laughs> I want your meats. <laughs> okay, so so the, the name of that secret one society syllable. is Bizango. B-I-Z-A-N-G-O. I am not making What's that. What's his name-o? <laughs> A-N-G-O, Google it, because there's a lot of, like, it's mentioned a lot, but nobody has a lot of information Illuminati. about it. Illuminati. It's like the Illuminati. It's like the Haitian Illuminati. Illuminati 2014. I don't, I don't feel comfortable talking about this anymore. I think we need to, <laughs> we need to get off this uh, Illuminati. Yeah, maybe we'll... Sorry, sorry. You know they have a Facebook group? <laughs> the Illuminati. I don't know if it's really the Illuminati, but, like... Of course it's not. There's Bazingo Barbingo. <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing. Um, but yeah, there's a whole chapter in here about that, and I've been meaning to read it. But then I was thinking we should do a whole like episode on uh, secret societies. Oh, we should definitely do that. That would be mm-hmm. really fun. Also, I'd like to point out that I was looking through the book, and he dedicated it to his father. So, for what that's worth. Yeah, well, this is um, it's a very interesting book. Um, yeah, you should all read it. At least the first introduction, because it tells you all the answers to all the other chapters. <laughs> anyway, um, so we have a list of things that are, like, zombies um, can be, like, metaphors for. Obviously, the zombie as capitalist drone, that's kind of a obvious one. Because I think even in the Night of the Living Dead, they, like, go into a mall. Like, they're literally walking yeah. through a mall. I mean, it's, so, like, very popular zombie imagery. It's, like, zombies in a mall. In a mall, yeah, yeah. Um, um, let's see, zombie, a lot of people use zombies as a way to criticize without repercussions, so, like, like I said, any social, um, basically, zombies are the cultural monsters that symbolize our social woes, according to Denise and Cook. <laughs> okay. Um, so, like, anything, for instance, immigration, <clears throat> that seems like a really popular one, although not one you would think of really immediately but it's like there's these masses of yeah. of other people and fences and, and, and there's like you've fenced yourself in in this one place and you have to defend your wow. family and against this mass of people and if you're lost then humanity is lost <laughs> and like that's a clear yeah, that's <laughs> when cool you decide yeah. describe it like that it's quite clear yeah so i guess maybe in that case like you know i i, I was talking earlier how i hated zombies because or zombie things because it's like Represents too much of like gore and blood, but like I guess it's kind of a really versatile kind of medium of like story to tell. Yeah, like uh, like it's a good storytelling tool for all sorts of yeah of problems and things. Yeah, to be honest, I came into this thinking like oh, zombie stories. Like I I want to talk about it, but I don't want to watch any. <laughs> I'm gonna point out that you set the the topic, so like shut your face. If you, if you don't want to talk about zombies, you can also no no no. I want to talk about it, but I don't want to watch any of it. Okay, I don't well. want to watch any. I don't want to do anything. But as I read more into it, I was like, I get this. Like I understand where this is coming from. No, and it is a versatile medium. But it's not a medium, though. It's like well, <laughs> it's a versatile like 
Trope. Trope. Okay, there we go. But uh, I mean, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, Irene, more versatile than you would think. Yeah, Irene added um, fear of God that the zombies could be a metaphor for that, and that goes into like what we were talking about with um, the zombies being uh, godless or masterless, kind of. Well, yeah, it's like there is no heaven. There's no afterlife. You're yeah. Just- Oh, that's true. You're just a fucking zombie. Yeah. Die. I guess it could also be like fear of death because like you're literally faced with like. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Well, and you see a lot like very common like oh no I've been bitten, you know like it's your responsibility now to shoot me while I'm still myself so that I can't you know and that idea of like I can die. Is that fear of God in or peace? What is that? I th- no I think it's like the fear the fear of. Well, when you say fear of God, but I'm saying fear like... Fear of like monster... Or like the, that there is like no the, afterlife. The, the fear of like nothingness maybe. And it's like if you kill me before I my body has a chance to turn into a zombie, then I'll get to go to heaven. But, you know, if I turn into a zombie, then I'll just be like, you know, this brainless monster. Yeah, It's like a very common, you know, just like, oh no, Sally Sue's been bitten and now we have to go put her down. Well, I don't think anyone ever says like, I want to go to heaven. Sorry, what was that, Liz? It's like the idea of in that interim between getting bitten and turning into a zombie mm. there's like this idea that your soul will be lost right like you'll just take over by like it's the same kind of thing with vampires like you'll be taken over by this like kind of de- demonic like force yeah mm-hmm. yeah interesting I also feel like um, a lot of the zombie movies I see there's always like uh, the recurring scene where like you see a dead family member or someone like grapples with like they don't want to shoot the zombie that's clearly going to kill them because it's like their mom yeah. or their brother or sister yeah. or something. Um, Matt, you were, we talked about this the other day, and you were saying you didn't like uh, zombie movies for a particular reason. Do you remember what you said? Can you jog my memory? <laughs> you said that they were just revenge fantasies. Oh, a lot of times, yeah. Like, you can... It's just like... Uh, like Irene was just saying about the family member, but it's also equally about people you don't like who suddenly it's okay to cut their heads off and blow them up because, yeah. like, they're zombies and who cares anyways? Yeah. Like, and they were dicks to, in life, I would have done it in life, but now they're zombies and I totally can do it and no one's Justifies. gonna judge me. Yeah. See, I never even thought of the aspect of zombie movies. I really and that up in that, um, that British movie. Shaun of the Dead? What is the movie called? Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead? Because he kills, um, Bill Nye or whatever. Yeah. Oh, does he? You know, he, like, hates him. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was that one in, uh, I think it was 28 Days Later, where they're, like, sitting on the roof, and they're, like, they're communicating with this guy with a shotgun down the way, and they're, like, kill the one that looks like, uh, you know, Andy Rooney or something, <laughs> you know? And that's kind of like an event yeah. fantasy, like, all these celebrities you're taking. Well, and- but it's also, like, the, this is, it's, like, maybe not revenge so much, but what I was saying at the very beginning, like, just, like, these, like, gung-ho, like, testosterone-soaked, like, soaked, like Kill all the things, people. Finally get to kill all the things. <laughs> Congratulations. Good for you, guys. <laughs> you know? Well, and this idea of, like... Your survival is Yeah, and it's like, you know, people are like, well, in the zombie apocalypse, I'm going to be hanging out with the rednecks. So it's the idea that, like, I have all the guns, and I have all the knives, yeah. and I have all the, the killy things, and so yeah, it's I'm like going to survive it's this. It's a way of justifying those type of people yeah, who are, like, yeah. totally. hoarding all the guns and being like, ah, come and take my guns from my dead body. It's like, those are <laughs> these are movies for them. These are movies. It's kind of they justifying. They finally get to use them. It's kind of justifying their their um, craziness in the terms of the meek shall inherit the earth. Like we are these, uh, you know, people are trying to take away our guns, but we'll stay here. We'll be stalwart. We'll be how we are, and then one day we shall inherit the earth. <laughs> right. And y'all will be fucking zombies. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't call them the meek. 
<laughs> no, no, but that's I'm saying that 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 is their story. Right, they that's consider what they would themselves. consider themselves. Yeah. This is about narrative. The meek with a shotgun. That's their <laughs> just happened to have. <laughs> I always thought that zombie movies were solely about like this post-apocalyptic, like how close civilization is to utter chaos. In that, like the people who survive are like it's like a bottle episode for those people. And, like, I never like post-apocalyptic stories, and that's really why I was just I like, cried when I watched Waterworld. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a completely, it's a completely different kind of, like, post-apocalyptic, you yeah. know? It's like the polar ice caps melt, and so then the only people that are left are fish people, and <laughs> I was, like, maybe, like, ten, and I, like, openly weep. Yeah. And, like, I wept. Those poor fish people. I, no, no, just, like, the idea of, like, I don't want to drown. I don't want the polar ice caps to melt. And then I remember watching my first zombie movie and having the exact same reaction. I'm just, like, I don't want there to be viruses, and I don't want people to be zombies. And, like, you know, it's the same kind of, like, yeah. why does the world have to end? Stop it. Yeah. Kind so of feeling. I That's kind of what I thought about them. In uh, in general, yeah. But I I'm glad to find out there's more to it. I guess. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Although I, I don't think it'll inspire me to watch zombie movies. I think they're yeah. kind of played out at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um. They're just like so choked with bad ones. You know, like there there's probably a, a bunch of good ones, but no, it's just like really. the genre is just like <laughs> packed full. Well, yeah. and anybody seriously, as somebody who's been in a lot of, I was in a movie called Zombie Cheerleader Camp. <laughs> Look it up on IMDb. Yes, I will. I'm in that movie, and you, there's no. I'm I'm gonna throw it out there and just be like, no. <laughs> there's maybe like five good zombie movies, and the rest is all crap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I wanted to talk really quickly about our zombie apocalypse plan. I believe Liz probably has a plan. Seeing as Liz, you can you explain what you do for a living? So um, I won't say where I work because I don't. don't know if that's like allowed. But I do. I'm a communications associate for an organization that works on preparing the disaster health workforce to respond to disasters. So she will be the one in charge. She'll be dispatch she when will be. the apocalypse comes. Yes. So, I don't work for FEMA, that's no. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so we, we create training materials. Um, but one thing that has been done to death, uh, if I may say that, <laughs> is the CDC's uh, zombie apocalypse plan. Oh, yeah. So the CDC is super proud of this plan because they're all <laughs> 60-year-olds and they think it's the most creative thing <laughs> in the world. Is this, and they've been doing it for like four years. I'm like, you can do this maybe one year tops to be like, I know what to get people interested in preparedness. Let's do zombies. <laughs> literally funny once, uh, but they do it every year and like every October it comes around. <laughs> oh, October like, too. I'm the communications person. I'm like, will I do this? Will I have to do this again? Will I have to talk about zombies? <laughs> That's so funny. It's like not only are zombies played out, but the preparedness plans for zombies are also played <laughs> out. Yeah, it's like it's like it's pretty much the same plan as the preparedness plan. But maybe you should probably have a gun. I'm like, I don't know if it's great to be like <laughs> have a gun. Not addressing the whole, you know, extreme weapons. You know, <laughs> the idea of the disaster is that people usually come together, but uh, in a zombie apocalypse, not really. People are not going. People are going to be killing each other. Like, yeah. that's just a fact. <laughs> a Jeez. fact I can prove. <laughs> yeah, we have all those movies to prove it for us. Right. I mean, what other scholarship do you really need? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, that's a good a good point too. It's like if there were a preparedness plan, like all those zombie movies wouldn't happen because people would just follow the plan and it would be fine, you know? Like <laughs> like I guess all those movies represent like a, a fundamental breakdown in like preparedness and like mm-hmm. ability to deal with disasters, which is like <laughs> like another reason why it just would never happen, yeah. you know? Well, and there's always I love in movies where there's always the like it's gonna, you know, when they they show you that inevitable like map of the world and how fast it's gonna spread, and you know, it's like, you know, within thirty nine days, it's gonna take over the world, <laughs> you know, and it's like they show you like the growing rate of the zombies. Unless you're in Madagascar, right? <laughs> um, you know, so it's like I, I just I love that so much because it's definitely like uh, they they show you that point, and I'm always like. Mm, all right, so what's the point of all this? <laughs> it immediately kind of defeat, you know. I mean, yeah. I guess that's so the like, point. That it's supposed to be like the act happen. two. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the act two, like the lowest point. But I'm, I seriously watch those movies, and I'm just like, cool. So, thirty nine days. Let's do this. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's a there's a game where you can uh, you're playing as a virus, and you try and infect the whole world. And it's oh, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Liz. Oh no, I was just I was just saying what you're talking about. Yeah, and then it's like you try and infect the whole world. And it's it's funny because you're like trying to spread this, so you're trying to use the avenues of travel that people do, and like airplanes and sea routes. And when a one country shuts down the sea routes, you're like, shit, I can't get to that country. Madagascar is really hard to infect, by the way. <laughs> so everyone moved to Madagascar. Wow. But um, I was thinking when I was in Korea that it was just a really terrible place to be in the zombie apocalypse because it's just highly densely populated and everything has bay windows like everything <laughs> everything and i'm just like this is a terrible idea and and um electronic sliding doors <laughs> like so, with glass with glass yeah. yeah so i was just like you guys highly undefensible <laughs> indefensible in the case of zombie apocalypse i feel like uh, a lot of the zombie movies i've seen like it starts out like people don't recognize what's happening and they're like dear god like george what happened to you and they get eaten whereas the other would be like fuck you george yeah. <laughs> fuck you george i never liked george for the record <laughs> um okay, i was i was looking through all the like zombie references and some were just like random passing references um but i especially liked have you guys seen i am legend yes i really yes. liked that movie really yeah. oh my did you not god. like it have you read the graphic novel? No. Okay, it is shit. The, the graphic novel is, is shit? No, no, no. The movie, the movie is shit. Like, read the novel. Well, it's, it's a short story by That's Richard Matheson. Like, that whole... You were about to throw up. That whole thing was just like, the book is so much better. <laughs> but it but it really is. Like, it's one of the few things where it's like... It's like 30 Days of Darkness or 30 Days of Night or whatever. That, like, I read that series and then you watch the movie and there's, like, all this hype and you're like... Oh, this is terrible. But it's, ugh, oh, sorry. So well, as a franchise, what do you think of the actual, like, book? Good. Okay. So <laughs> it was written by Richard Matheson in 1954, and Richard yeah. Matheson is supposed to be a very, in certain circles, a very famous horror writer. So, like, I was just trying to research how to write horror, because I'm, I'm writing a zombie novel, y'all, because I'm a genius. I'm um, about <laughs> there's only one zombie in the whatever anyway i was researching it and uh richard matheson's name came up every other sentence like everyone was like read his stuff and i found out that he wrote i am legend i really liked the movie because it was it was i guess the scene that i really think of is that one scene where the sun is going down and that gap in the street of sunlight is like closing slowly and it's just this really dramatic cinematic you know scene moment yeah 
So, and I can't really remember anything else from the movie. Well, I remember the story, obviously. And the, and the German Shepherd. And the German Shepherd. Oh my god, that was the only part of that movie I, cr- I cried. I cried I watched so that movie on a bus. Really? Like, I was on a Greyhound bus and they played that movie. <laughs> oh my god. It was horrible. Like, we all got off the, the bus and we, like, did each other. I didn't know any of these people. And we're like, what happened? <laughs> Why did they do that? <laughs> oh my god, I just, sure, I trauma. lost my shit when that the dog died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> The dog dies. And it's he, a Wilson moment. Like, your companion, your longtime time. I know. I was just like, oh, my God. I, I couldn't stand it. But it's great because it, you know, again, spoiler alert, it, like, flips it on his head because it's like, are you know, we talk about, like, a breakdown of society or is this the new society? You know, yeah. like, war, warm bodies, it's like, okay, well, they're, like, the zombies, you know, may not remember things, but they are clearly able to communicate with one another. So it's like, yeah. our human beings, as we are now, you know, it's almost like a evolutionary standpoint. You know, it's like, so if your body is, is essentially dead, like a zombie or yeah. a Dracula or whatever, <laughs> Draculas and werewolves, um, you know, and all you need to do is eat meat to survive... Like, that's, I think you could argue in a lot of ways, like, that's, like, an evolutionary yeah. step forward, even though it might not be what, you know, I mean. It might not be great, yeah. It might not be yeah. great. It might not be what we're really going for here, because we think of evolution in terms of the mind, you know, and, like, a higher level of the mind. Um, but, like, you think about it, like, so it's like your body's dead, and yes, it's, you know, it's decaying, but as long as you provide it with food, then you'll be fine, you know yeah well I was thinking because this book uh, Warm Bodies it really makes you think like well they seem to be doing all right. I mean like they're not I mean they're eating people but you know (laughs) they're surviving I guess well Hindus would argue when you eat meat you're eating people so (laughs) you believe in like like the karma thing it's like don't eat don't eat beef because that could be somebody's auntie you know so yeah all right well then is it really that bad to eat people people if you're eating people, anyways. <laughs> well, anyway, I just wanted. To- it's like the opposite. Of that. Just, like, <laughs> let's be real. If you're eating cows, you might as well just eat people. <laughs> you're, just, you're destroying the soul. So. Oh my god. Um, Liz, Sorry. if I get eaten, Sorry, that bad. Uh, you know who did it. <laughs> oh god, I do now. <laughs> well, there's any doubt in your mind. I was just gonna go around and uh, say what our favorite zombie media was, and then we can sign off because I know we've been here a while. So, um, I'll start, I guess. Uh, my favorite zombie medium, well, like I said, I really liked 28 Days Later and uh, I Am Legend. Those are really good movies. I really enjoyed this really shitty, um, it's like a 70s, I think it was made in the 70s movie called Zombie. <laughs> it's really bad. Okay, I should, you know how much you talked about how you love gore and crap? You should totally watch this. Um, <laughs> you'll love it. It's <laughs> like, I feel like you misunderstood that statement. I for a second I was like, oh, she's. I didn't realize she was making jokes. I was like, you didn't understand anything. Flip the table. Um, yeah, my mistake. No, it's it's really I I it's really it. bad. But I I too really enjoy um, um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yeah, I think that was a really good turning point. We were talking about doing something mm-hmm. new yeah. with it, mm-hmm. and I don't think they've done anything like it since. No. Um. 
I don't really like zombie things. <laughs> but like, Zombieland was funny yeah. for like 10 minutes. But that's it, the, it's funny. It's not supposed to be funny. That's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> there are undead roaming the streets and eating loved, uh, your, uh, like the loved ones of someone around here. Like, it's not meant, it's not a situation for humor. Well, you're getting <laughs> pissed off at it being like a macho film and then someone comes along and tries to subvert the genre. You're like, <laughs> but it's still macho though. That's what I'm saying. It's like it they is, go around killing zombies macho, and like it's hilarious. Like well, what are like you supposed to do? Woody like, Harrelson's character, like no, you're supposed to cower and be horrified by the fact that like the world is turning into like undead ravagers of like of natural world life. I don't know. It's but just... they they had Bill Murray as a zombie. He's pretending to be a I mean, zombie. It was kind of funny. It was, was funny. that was funny. No, I, I agree. I kind of was like this is and funny, Shaun the but dead it's is also funny. really gross. And like horrific. I think Shaun the Dead is good because it, it's doing what you're saying. Like we're laughing at it, but they're terrified. So yeah, I yeah. That, no. that might be more like what. I guess Shaun of the Dead's good. I like Twenty Eight Days Later too. Um, Left for Dead, the video game Left is good. Left for Dead. That's what was that? That's like a co-op video game where you and four friends go and shoot a bunch of zombies, which is the perfect thing for a zombie narrative. Like the thing is. There's no narrative there. It's just like shooting zombies. You that's, know? that's like the epitome of the revenge macho fantasy. Right, right. And like, yeah. I like it as a game, but I mean, it could be anything. And I bet, I bet in that there are zombies dressed as skanky people walking around. Have you, you ever so? have you played that? Yeah, I played a lot. Yeah. So, can you think of an instance of like stripper zombies? I don't know. There might be like one. <laughs> it's not. It's not as prevalent. They're mostly just like normal folk. Well, I think... There are different types, though, aren't there? There's a lot of different types. I was going to say, like, like, in this, it would make sense if there were, like, archetypes. Like, the pretty girl that, you know, didn't talk to you in high school. Bang. (laughs) You know, your professor in college who gave you a D. Bang. I I don't think there are that specific ones. There are, like, like weird ones. There's, like, cop zombies that are harder to kill than normal zombies. yeah. And there, but there's, like, biohazard zombies that are, like, obviously were there to clean up the the, the zombies, but they turn... Made a mistake. Who wants to hurt biohazard people? No, well, if they're trying to kill you. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. it's going off topic. Irene. Probably Shaun of the Dead, because I feel like it doesn't take it seriously, and in the end, like, you've got the conclusion where, like, oh, we're going to live with the zombies now, and it's, like, zombie rights and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. It's like a good <laughs> twist on it. Yeah, that's interesting. And Liz? Um, I've liked Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh. <laughs> that was kind of a fun book. I mean, I was like the original book, but... It was, it was, was it really fun. good? Like, what was the... T- like, I can't imagine what it was about. <laughs> I mean, it's the premise... It's the basic premise of the book, but then there's just zombies and they fight zombies. Like, <laughs> when she, she does that walk out to, like, collect her sister. She has to fight all the oh, zombies. Oh, yeah. Though. Oh, that's funny. That, like, friend who marries, um... The that preacher, or whatever, he turns or she turns into a zombie, and he has no. to like kill her. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, That's it's sad. kind of ridiculous. But twenty eight days later, in terms of like a serious zombie film, is yeah, good. that's good. I also really like Fido. You guys should watch Fido if you haven't Fido? seen it. I haven't heard of it. It's about a dog. No, it's a zombie movie okay. where it's like what Irene was saying, where they've like zombies happened and you know wiped out humanity and then they found a way to like put these collars on them that control them oh. so they end up becoming like slaves and pets and it kind of like feeds wow. back i just remembered this sorry that's but that's it goes back into what you're saying thing. yeah yeah yeah. and then like the mom so it's like kind of like this 1950s kind of like pleasantville kind of life and the mom like like the neighbor has a lady there's like this creepy dude neighbor who has like a lady zombie who's like his sex doll basically oh my god which is really weird and and funny and awkward and then um uh and then and then mom 
falls in love with Fido, and this whole thing about, like, when people die, they decapitate you and, like, bury you in cement, you know? Oh, so that you won't become a zombie. So you won't become a zombie, you know? So it's, like, what, kind of, like, after the fallout, if you will. Interesting. Like, how people will, humanity will eventually adapt. Like, all the people that are bad at living will get eaten by zombies, and then the people who adapt... Like how they handle it. So that's interesting. I'll throw that out there. Also, plants versus zombies. <laughs> this is a very fun game. Yeah. Oh, have you seen White Snow? No. It's that? like uh, I don't know if it's like a German or like Norwegian film, but like these campers like go up to a cabin and vacation, and like I guess some guy like finds some gold. And uh-huh. He doesn't know, but it's zombie gold or not zombie gold, but Nazis. Nazi, 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 Nazi bullion, bullion or something. Yeah. Oh. And the Nazi zombies are like, shit, we gotta protect our gold. Like they go after them. And, <laughs> That's crazy. And then Black Sheep is another good one. It's like a New Zealand one where like the sheep are zombies and they're going mm. after people. Yeah. It's, it's really sheep. disturbing. Like that the would sheep be themselves like are like New really Zealand yeah. like terror mo- horror movie <laughs> that the sheep are getting restless and attacking people. They're <laughs> uh, tired of being buggered. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Taking Thanks, their revenge. Alright, well we're gonna wrap it up here. Thank you guys for uh, being here. Thank you, Liz, for calling in. Thanks. And it's fun. Yay! I'm excited. All right. Well, goodbye, listeners. 